When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Friday, May 6th. I'm your host, Doug Reed, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. Happy to get any comments, thoughts, feedback. By all means, send me a DM. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. And please go to your podcast provider and rate and review the show. Any reviews are appreciated. Helps us get more coverage. Ideally, a five-star review would be preferred and gets us more exposure to other people. So before we get into the show today, and lots to cover in the NBA, Major League Baseball, some great NHL playoff games, uh, I want to highlight a few sports ethos things I think you should check out. First of all, go to our website, sportsethos.com, and check out some of our packages. I'm part of the wagering division, and for 15 bucks a month, you can get access to all of our handicappers you're going to get on a daily basis, probably at this time of the year, anywhere from about 8 to 10 plays at minimum, up to 20 Across baseball, NBA, NHL, tennis, Aussie rules, football, all kinds of stuff in there. And uh, definitely worth your time and money. I think you can also get our DFS. You can get our daily fantasy. We've got fantasy basketball going. Wrapping up, I guess, but we've got fantasy uh, baseball going, DFS and those sports as well. And check us out at Ethos Fantasy BB. BB for basketball. You get very timely updates, roster moves, who's in, who's out constantly throughout the day also check us out on ethos fantasy bb for baseball sorry the first one was bk for basketball the second one is bb for baseball same kind of thing and we've just started an ethos fantasy fb for football um and we'll be getting that going for fantasy football in the nfl as that season starts later in the summer so lots of things going on ethos is exploding we used to be more of a basketball focus, but now we've expanded to all the major sports. Got a ton of coverage, again, from fantasy to DFS to wagering and all on our website. Very cheap packages. I think you will find something of value. Also, if you're into props, check out our partners at Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or thrivefantasy.com. When you sign up, use the code ETHOS, that's E-T-H-O-S, to get 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit of up to $100 plus two or four free game tickets. Basically, play the player props and the biggest names every night, score props when those points hit, and the players with the most points get a share of the nightly prize. If you're looking for more prop information, you can check out our Ethos DFS team. Again, we have DFS basketball, we have DFS for baseball, and the fall we'll have it for football. Uh, we also have a podcast around that as well for each of those sports. Again, go to thrivefantasy.com and use the code ETHOS uh, when you check out for your deposit bonus there or when you sign in for your deposit bonus there so let's get into a very busy schedule tonight two playoff series continue they switch to philadelphia and dallas you can get um sorry we've got miami at philly miami's up two nothing in the series you can get them anywhere from about minus one to minus one and a half uh i'd be on miami so i'd be going for that minus one total two ten and a half it stayed fairly static recently uh for miami 
bunch of question marks beside Hero, Lowry, Strauss, and P.J. Tucker. Lowry being the big one and Hero and Strauss kind of being behind that. Uh, for Philly, the big question is Embiid. The, the most recent injury report has him at doubtful, but all the news feeds seem to say that he's playing. And at minus one, I think he's playing. But I would still be on Miami. He's not going to be 100%. And James Harden just doesn't look like he can be, be uh, relied upon to carry the load. So I would look for Miami to go up 3 nothing. I would take the minus one. The first two games went to a total of 198 and total of 222. So here at 210, kind of split in the middle. Uh, I'd, I'm staying away from that. If anything, I'd lean to the under. Second game of the night sees Phoenix up 2 nothing, travel to Dallas. You can get Phoenix at about minus one uh, as a favorite in total 218. I'm actually on this game. I'm on, I'm on Phoenix minus one, and I got it at minus 105 yesterday, actually. And the number stayed still around minus one. I just think they're too good. Luka is playing fantastic. But he's, uh, but it's being proven that he can't carry the team over quality opponents on his own. Uh, it's too bad because he's playing as good as anybody right now in the NBA, I think, individually. Uh, but they just don't have the depth behind him. Jalen Brunson is a great player behind him. Uh, but they just don't have the depth to compete with Phoenix. So I look for the Suns to take a 3 nothing stranglehold here. And as one-point uh, favorites, I'm happy to uh, lay that on the road with them. So a couple very interesting games. I think Miami-Philly. Will be a good one. I think Phoenix and Dallas will be a really good one. Um, but I'm leaning towards the two road teams who are up 2 nothing to go up 3 nothing. We're going to get to baseball in a second, take a quick break, um, and we'll get to the diamond. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On to Major League Baseball. There are uh, some na- there's some nasty weather in the Northeast, and it's canceled four games. The Dodgers are at the Cubs. That's been canceled. KC in Baltimore has been canceled. The Mets are in Philly. That's a no-go. And Texas at the Yankees is a no-go. I can assume they'll all be doubleheaders tomorrow. But for now, none of those games are on. So we do start in Pittsburgh, where the Pirates – or Cincinnati, pardon me. The Pirates are traveling to Cincinnati. You get JT Brubaker on the mound for the Pirates and young youngster Connor Overton on the mound for the Reds. You can get the Pirates rarely as a favorite, but you're getting them now. Uh, minus 120 on the road as a favorite. 
You can get the home Reds at plus 100. Total here is eight and a half. I'm not on this game. I was trying every way I could to get Pittsburgh. Cincinnati has just been god awful um, this year um, on pace for all kinds of record losing seasons, uh, losing numbers in the season. I don't think they're going to continue to be that bad. I like Brubaker over Overton, uh, but it must minus 120. Not really willing to play that. I would look maybe to the over, although it's juiced down to minus 120. Maybe you can get a minus 115. Uh, Two-week pitchers and in Cincinnati, you never know, but also two-week offenses. So I basically stayed away from this game. Next game, 7-10 in the East. You get the Chicago White Sox in Boston for Chicago. They throw righty Vince Velasquez, and Boston throws righty Nathan Eovaldi. I would be... Looking towards the Red Sox here, unfortunately, they're minus 170 in the money line. You can get Velasquez and the Sox at plus 150. Total here is 8.5. I would lean to the under. It's at about minus 115. Not on this game. Uh, Boston, you can get in the money line at minus 1.5, plus 120. Pardon me, the run line at minus 1.5, plus 125. And that may be a number you're looking at. Eovaldi's a good pitcher at home. I've never been a huge Nate Eovaldi fan. I know he's had a decent career, uh, but I just think he's very inconsistent. But Vince Velasquez is not good and not good on the road. He was terrible last year. He hasn't been good on the road this year. So I'd maybe look to the Red Sox on that run line at plus 125. It's a pretty decent price. I might hop on that a little later. I might shop around for that price if I can get it close to 130, 130 plus. I think I would be on it. Uh, but for right now, I am staying away. The next game has the Brewers in Atlanta. And you get, I'm just pulling it up here, Eric Lauer, lefty Eric Lauer, who's been pitching very well for the Brewers. And what I think will be an opener of Jesse Chavez uh, on the mound for the Braves, probably followed by Spencer Strider. This game is basically a pick em. You can get both teams at minus 110. Total here is 8.5. Uh, what I'm on, actually, because I think Lauer, Lauer's been pitching great. The Braves' offense has been decent but not fantastic. And the Brewers, although the Brewers' offenses look good in the last few weeks, they've played against some pretty weak op- opposition. Everybody's talking about the Brewers are finally waking up. And I know they had a huge outing the other day. Um, but against Cincinnati, I mean, you, me, and seven other buddies could probably score a few runs against Cincinnati these days. Um, so I'm not really sure that the Brewers' offense has completely woken up. So Lauer's pitching great. I think he can hold the Braves uh, to a few runs. And I don't like Jesse Chavez, but uh, if – uh, they do go to Spencer Strider right behind him, who's been fantastic, like unbelievably good this year. Uh, I think they can limit their the bats in the first half of the game. So I got the first five under four and a half. I got that at minus 110. So the Brewers at Braves, I'm taking the first five under four and a half runs. Uh, I got that at minus 110. Next game sees the Tigers in Houston. You can get... Uh, the t- oh, sorry, the Tigers starting Bo Brisky. They're a young righty, and Astros go with Luis Garcia, also a righty. You can get the Tigers plus 175. You can get the home Strohs at minus 210. I like the Astros here a lot, but not, not laying 210. Total here is eight. Uh, Houston's bats have woken up, and especially their lefties. Jordan Alvarez has been on fire the last couple weeks, as is Kyle Tucker. Gates righty Bo Brisky. Uh, that doesn't... That doesn't uh, lead me to believe that he's going to have a lot of success tonight. However, I could see them putting up runs. The question is, can Detroit put any runs on the board? And I'm not sure they can help out to get over that eight. So what I am pivoting to instead is the Houston run line. Uh, I was on this yesterday. They won by one. Let me down. But again, I'm on this one um, run line of minus one and a half. And I got it earlier today at plus 105. So it's hovering around even money to plus 105. So I'm on the Astros. 
run line at plus 105 over the Tigers. Next game sees the Oakland A's travel to Minnesota. Oakland starts Zach Lugie, uh, a young lefty, and Minnesota goes with Josh Winder, a righty, who's pitched well in his couple of games. And what I like here in this game, unless, sorry, so let me give the lines quickly. Uh, you can get the A's at plus 155. You can get the Twins at minus 175. Total here is um, seven and a half. You can get that even money in the under and about minus one. 118 minus 120 on the over. What I'm on here uh, are two things. I'm on the Minnesota run line. Uh, so I'm going to take them at plus 120, minus one and a half. I'm going to take them on the run line at plus 120. And I'm also on the team total of Minnesota over four and a half. I got that on FanDuel at plus 104. So I'm taking the Twins on the run line plus 120. I'm taking their team total over four and a half plus 104. And here's why. In the last 15 days, these two teams, to me, have been going opposite directions. Minnesota started slowly out of the gate, uh, and Oakland uh, came out flying. And everybody thought, wow, you know, what's going on in Oakland? Well, they've settled into, I think, who they are, which is one of the worst offenses in baseball. If you look at the last 15 days, Minnesota's on-base percentage is 345, tied for number one in baseball. Oakland, 241, number 30, which is dead last. Minnesota's slugging percentage, 439 over the last 15 days, so basically last two weeks, tied for third in baseball. Oakland slugging, 282, dead last. The Twins batting average is 270, which is the third best in Major League Baseball in the last 15 days. And Oakland is 178, the, 30, the last team in all of baseball. Now, to put that in perspective, their on-base percentage is 241. That's the worst in baseball. The second worst team is 271. So massive difference between them and the second worst team. Their batting average, 178. They're the only team hitting under 200 in the last 15 days. The second worst batting average, which I think is Cincinnati or maybe Arizona, is um, 205. So they're not even close in these numbers. They've just been terrible. So I could see Minnesota winning. I could see Minnesota winning by a few runs, hence the run line. And I can see them getting to this Josh uh, Logie guy for some runs. A young pitcher who uh, doesn't have a ton of track record. Young lefty. They're going. He's going against, if you just quickly look at their right-handed heavy lineup for Minnesota. So young lefty going into Minnesota. you got Buxton leading off as a righty. Polanco's a switch hitter. Gio Urshel is a righty. Gary Sanchez is a righty. Young Jose Miranda, their rookie, is a righty. Max Kepler is a lefty. Uh, catcher Ryan Jeffers is a righty. Rookie Royce Lewis making his major league debut is a righty. And Gilberto Celestino is a righty. So not a strong lineup at the bottom half there, but all righties outside of Kepler. And Kepler's been hitting well lately. And I just think I just think it, everything lines up for them to score some runs and everything lines up for Oakland not to score some runs. So on Minnesota on the run line, plus 120. I'm on Minnesota team total over four and a half at plus 104. Next game of the night, we have Washington at uh, – where are we? Washington at LA Angels. Righty, uh, Joanna Don is on the hill for the Nats, and Jaime Berea is starting for LA. Uh, righty, and if that's not an opener, I can't see him going very far. I don't have a lineup here. I'm trying to find any lines. I don't see any lines, but see if I can get to those later. Um, but I, I would lean, I would lean to the Angels. They got to be opening at probably minus 150, minus 160 favorites. Um, I'm not a big fan of Berea, but I think that they'll be able to get to their bullpen. The Angels lineup's been hitting better lately, and I'm going to put this line. This total is probably around eight and a half. I wouldn't be touching the total; just too inconsistent. The Nats lineup has been scoring some runs lately. 
which is no surprise. When you have veteran Cesar Hernandez uh, leading off, then you go Soto, Bell, Cruz. Those are some good hitters, and those guys will wake up and put some runs on the boards. I don't expect them to have a great season, uh, but they can definitely score some runs, especially against the unproven – or not, not an unproven, a inconsistent pitcher in Berea, let's just say. Next game sees the Rockies travel to Arizona. You can get Colorado plus 130 in the money line. You can get the home D-backs at minus 150. Rarely are you going to get the D-backs at that high a favorite. Uh, total eight and a half here. And the reason they're that high a favorite is they have Merrill Kelly on the mound. He's been pitching quite well. You get Chad Cool starting for the Rockies. You get Merrill Kelly on the hill for Arizona. And on this game, I'm actually on the under eight and a half. Colorado has been hitting well, but they've been hitting, as usual, much better at home. Uh, they're leaving their series in Colorado, and I don't think it necessarily applies to them. It applies more to road teams, but sometimes it applies to them. When teams leave Colorado, their first game out of the next series tends to be a bit of a letdown, uh, just from traveling to elevation to uh, non-elevation. So I'm on Merrill Kelly to pitch, pitch well, be able to keep them in check, and I'm on Arizona not to be able to score very much, <laughs> frankly. Um you know, I was debate. I'm debating. I'm still debating taking uh, Colorado plus 130. I just think Kelly's that much better pitcher than Cool, so I'm st- probably going to stay away from the side. Uh, but eight and a half, I got an eight and a half at even money, so plus 100. I'm under the total of eight and a half in this game uh, at plus 100. You could get Arizona on the run line at minus one and a half at plus 140. Again, though, I just don't know how many runs they can score. You know, is this if Kelly can keep uh, Colorado in check? Is this a three-two game, a four-three game? Maybe a 5-3 game, maybe. Uh, but I don't trust Arizona bats, so staying away from it. The next game, which I think is going to be the best pitcher's duel of the night, is Miami and San Diego. You get Sandy Alcantara for uh, the fish. And you Darvish for San Diego, who's pitched really well. Outside, I think, his second outing of the year, he's pitched very well. And he always pitches better in San Diego. You can get Miami at plus 115 on the money line. San Diego at home, minus 135. Total here is a very low 6.5. When this came out, I thought, let me look at the under, and then at six and a half, I just can't touch it. I was looking at the first five and might debate that, but I think it's about three and a half or three, so I'm probably going to stay away from that. Next game sees Tampa travel to Seattle. For Tampa, you have an opener in righty. Well, it's listed as Matt Whistler with Josh Fleming in coming in behind him, so the righty starting, the lefty coming in behind him. I'm not sure if they're going to flip that, but that's what I see right now. Going against Logan Gilbert for Seattle, who has been pitching really well. You can get Tampa at plus 110. You can get the home Mariners minus 130. Total here is seven. I would look to the under. Might do a first five under. The problem is you're going to get a total of, I think, probably two and a half. And are they going to keep under two and a half? Logan Gilbert's pitched really well, striking out a lot of batters. Tampa tends to strike out against righty. So I looked at the strikeout prop, but it was a little high. And with Tampa throwing their opener, you know, he goes an inning and then they throw the lefty in and it's going to keep um, Seattle's lineup who has where they have one, two, three, three lefties and uh, two, one switch hitter in there. So they're going to be able to combat a righty lefty combination. The question is how well, because Tampa has a very deep arsenal there. So uh, I'm not on this game. I would maybe look towards the under, but it's seven. It's pretty low. Maybe look towards a first five, but I'm not sure. Probably going to stay away. Final game of the night is in San Francisco. You get the cards in town. They're throwing Jordan Hicks. And right now, San Fran has Alex Cobb listed, two righties on the mound. You can get the road Cardinals plus 110 in the money line. The home Giants minus 130. Total here is seven. So low scoring game expected. And I'm not on this game either. Jordan Hicks has pitched well, although he didn't pitch well last game. But he's as he's getting converted to a starter, he's probably not going to go long here. And Alex Cobb has pitched 
pitched fairly well. So I'd lean the Giants, but not at minus 130. When I looked at their run line, it's plus 170. Wow, that's a huge number. Great payout. But the Giants lineup scares me. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge Giants fan. And when your lineup goes, now granted, they've got some lefties up top. Yastrzemski, Peterson, he's back, which is good. Wilmer Flores hitting third. That just shocks me. Brandon Crawford, who was back to Brandon Crawford of old. He had a great year last year, but he has been brutal so far this year. Yes, he's a lefty. He's hitting cleanup. Darren Ruff hitting fifth. Luis Gonzalez, sixth. Tyra Strata, seventh. Jason Jason Vosler, eighth. And rookie Joey Bart, ninth. That uh, Ruff against lefties is a killer, but he's going against the righty. So when you go Flores, Crawford, Ruff, Gonzalez, Estrada, Vosler, Bart. That doesn't scare many people. So I can't – I think Cobb's a better pitcher. Hicks is still finding himself as a starter. But at minus 130, I can't back, back the Giants there. So this game is going to be a stay away from me. So I'm on four game, four games and five different plays in baseball today. Uh, first In Atlanta, Milwaukee, I'm in the first five under four and a half. The Detroit-Houston game, I'm on Houston run line. Colorado-Arizona, I'm on the under eight and a half. Oakland and Minnesota, I'm on the Minnesota run line. And the Minnesota team total up over four and a half. So, unfortunately, a little smaller slate because of the cancellations, uh, but still some good games. Now we move to the ice, and there are, to me, four fantastic games. The third game uh, in all four of these series, and I think all these games will actually be very ent- entertaining. Even if you're not a hockey fan, just pick one and watch it because I think they're all going to be good games. First game of that has Carolina traveling to Boston. Carolina won both games at home. They won 5-1 and 5-2. You can get Carolina plus 130 in the money line, Boston minus 150. And I'm not really sure why this money line. I got it at min- minus 130 on bet 365. I looked around elsewhere. It was more in the minus 110, or pardon me, 120, 118. So even at 120, or even at one, anything above 115, I'd be on Carolina. They are against the Bruins this year, 5-0. and They've outscored them 26-4 to in those five games. Won the first two games in this series. Now, I know we switched venues. Boston's a tough place to play. Boston has a lot of playoff experience. Certainly, Boston can rebound here and win. But Carolina's just looked so good. And getting plus 130, like I would think this game should be maybe maybe they're plus 110 underdogs. Maybe, uh, you know, minus 110 on both sides. I was really surprised to see this line. So happy to get the value in Carolina. Total here is five and a half. First game went to six. Second game went to seven. Uh, I can, I'm not going to touch up minus minus 125 in the over. You can get plus 105 in the under five and a half, but not going to touch that. Next game, see Toronto travels to Tampa. This game, this series is tied one one. The Leafs came out flying in game one, shut the Lightning out five nothing, and then Tampa won five three in the second game, and that is a flattering score to the Leafs. They were completely outplayed, and Tampa, although a two goal spread, Tampa was clearly the better team. So very Jekyll and Hyde series so far. Which team is going to show up? You can get the Leafs on the road at plus 100. Uh, you can get Tampa at home minus 120. Total here is six and a half. Plus 100 on the over, minus 120 on the under. I'm not on this game. Uh, I truly think it's a coin flip. The line kind of indicates that. Uh, which which team shows up is is anybody's guess. I would probably lean towards Tampa tonight. Um, I think they just laid an egg in the first game, and they finally woke up in Vasilevsky, and that played fantastic. The home crowd is pumped. I would lean to the Lightning, uh, but not going to touch this one. Next game of the night sees Minnesota in St. Louis. This series is tied 1-1. St. Louis came out with a 4-0 victory to open the series, and Minnesota woke up and came back with a 6-2 victory. You can get the Wild 
on the road at plus 110. You can get the home blues at minus 130. Total here, six and a half. And I'm actually on the under six and a half and even money at plus 100. So four, four goals in the first game, eight goals in the second game. I just think both these teams uh, realize they got to ratchet it down, play a little tighter. And the series is really up for grabs. St. Louis has stole home ice advantage. Uh, but So Minnesota realizes they got to win one of these two games uh, over the weekend in St. Louis. And I think you're going to see a little more defensive battle here. Both teams can score. Um, but I think you're going to be see a little more defensive strategies here. So I know the under six and a half, especially the fact that it's plus 100. Final game of the night should be the most goals, in my opinion. Although the Toronto-Tampa game should could offer some offense. Edmonton is in L.A. In this series, you had L.A. upset the Oilers in the first game, 4-3. to three, And then Edmonton woke up and came flying back and won 6 nothing. So seven goals in the first game, six in the second. You can get the Oilers on the road at minus 145. Of these three ser- four series today, this is the only road team that's a favorite and a, and a decent-sized favorite. You can get the home Kings at plus 125. Total here is 6.5. You can get over at plus 110, the under minus 130. I wouldn't touch the total. Edmonton can score a lot of goals, but Kings have the ability to play pretty sound defensive hockey when they want to. I think the value here is on the Kings at home, plus 125. It's a pretty nice line. Uh, Edmonton is just so inconsistent. You know, yeah, they scored six goals last game. They scored nine in two games. Um, But the second half of the year, they, they looked as inconsistent as anybody in the league. So either team could win. I think there's some value on the Kings at plus 125, but I'm not going to be on that game. So two games on the ice. I am on Carolina at plus 130. I think you could probably get it plus 115 to plus 120. I would still jump on that. Anything above plus 115. And Minnesota, St. Louis, I'm on the under six and a half and even plus 100. So lots of action. Four great series in the NHL. Two, I think, would be very interesting basketball games tonight and a bunch of games on the diamond that should catch your interest. So hopefully something in there is uh, of interest to you, and you've got some games on the board tonight. But before we go, quickly want to uh, remind you of our buddies at Manscaped. Check out manscaped.com. When you go there, use the code HOOPBALL20. That's HOOPBALL20. Get 20% off your order and free shipping. Also, if you're looking for another sports book, our our friends at mybookie.ag. Go there and use the code HOOPBALL on the third page of sign up to unlock the deposit match bonuses there. So hope everybody enjoyed the show. Hope you have some wins, more than losses tonight on the board. And a very big upcoming weekend, lots of sports. NBA continues uh, their second-round playoffs. The NHL continues their first-round playoffs. And a ton of baseball games. We're probably going to get four doubleheaders tomorrow, so there will be a ton of baseball. If I can get you a show, I will. But if not, uh, we'll catch you early next week. So hope everybody has a great night. Hope you have fun on the boards, and we'll talk to you soon. 